Yeah, that's Alice. That's funny. All right, well, let's uh, jump right in. So today we're talking about imposter syndrome, which I'm sure everyone out there has felt it before. It's just the feeling of incompetence, even when <laughs> I felt personally attacked <laughs> when we chose. Well, this is not an at to you. <laughs> How did we pick Kelly Howard for the incompetence? We're like, hey, there's a girl who looks like she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> no, to be honest, we just wanted to do a podcast with you. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're a good talker. You always have good things to say. I do. So. I do. I don't have much of a filter, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> it's more of a, it's more of a, like, nod to you. Okay. Yeah. Like, we ad- admire you. We want to be you, to be honest with you. But you're right. Yeah. Everybody has it, so it doesn't matter who you would have picked for this podcast. I think anybody would have had yeah. something to say. Yeah, true. For sure. So when we're thinking about imposter syndrome, I think I was doing a little bit of digging, so I'm just going to give a quick little history lesson here. So it's more than just, like, the healthy dose of I'm not good at this or maybe I'm not right for this role type of thing. It's like this nagging, ever-present, like, feeling that you're not good enough or you're not intelligent, even though your achievements and your performance say otherwise. So it's this weird phenomenon that we feel, like, this cognitive dissonance all of the time. We're getting the results that we want, Mm -hmm. but for some reason we still don't feel good enough. And something that's interesting is that when researchers were first looking into imposter syndrome, it was just... They were looking at it in women specifically. Ew. So men and <laughs> women, for us. right? <laughs> so men and women obviously both experience this, but the way that it's triggered for both of us is different. So men typically experience imposter syndrome after receiving negative feedback on something. So that's kind of what makes them feel like, okay, oh, yeah. maybe I am not right for this right. type of thing. But for women, it happens when like after an achievement or after you receive praise you're like i got the fools i did it (laughs) we've kind of like i guess like society has kind of ingrained that in women that idea that like your achievements are oh i was just it was just lucky or it was just like a good guess type of thing so i think in like in an office where we're majority of women it's like how many of us are feeling this way and i don't think that like our culture or our environment here like supports that in any way but it is like something that because we've sort of grown up in this idea and this presence of it that it's kind of like human nature now at least for I I feel like sometimes for me I'll get good results on something like an ad and I'm like must have just been a good like people just must have liked this one like it was just (laughs) good topic you know so I guess do you guys ever feel sort of that same way like you feel more pressure after achieving something no I would that was kind of interesting because I maybe I'm not I'm not I'm not a typical girl (laughs) Um, no I don't know that I've ever really felt it after getting high praise I mean I guess there is then that expectation of like repeat the results like keep 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 it moving um I would say where I've probably felt it the most is just moving into new new roles or trying you know doing a um like running a project that maybe has an element that I haven't really worked on that extensively before so it's kind of I'm I'm playing a little bit of catch up and I think that's where I've probably felt it the most so like in my journey in tower you know i started on the content side of things and then moved into 
doing account executive things. And before coming to Tower, I've filled an account executive role in other places. So it's not like it was completely new to me, but that having not worn that hat for a while, like putting it back on, I was like, oh my God, can I even like still do this? Was this a mistake to like make this change? Um, So I think that's probably like where I've felt it the most recent. Um, But I would say like, as you said, do you feel it once you've done something well and maybe you are like, oh, that was really nothing I did. It was, um, I feel like the one way that it could, could present itself is, you know, as you are more successful, maybe you're then tasked to take on bigger clients or clients with bigger budgets. And it just, the projects have a little more weight to them. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh my God, like who put me in charge of this? Like, you know, I'm not responsible enough to, um, so I think there's, there's, kind of that progression with it sometimes yeah and especially like starting as an AE somewhere else going to content and going back to AE I think any position in marketing it's evolving so oh, much right. well I've, I've told you guys so yeah. many times if I had to go back to the content team <laughs> like I don't even know I don't even know what to do like 1500 words are you kidding yeah. me <laughs> it's like, like 800 was my sweet spot so yeah. I'm not that it's would like, take some actual like effort even if you did do it before it's like oh it's changed about 50 times yes, since yes. then anyway so you really don't know what you're doing um and I feel like getting that praise I always feel like I accept it but I'm like uncomfortable about it I'm like oh no it's okay like you don't have to say anything yeah. about it like or you like say something like oh it like, was you nothing. might even you probably set yourself up for it and you know I think people maybe mostly women maybe i'm i'm trying to think of like witnessing like men taking you know maybe everybody's just kind of tuned to like be a little self-deprecating about it like oh like i know i will and say like oh my god like that website was so awesome and i was like oh my god well that was the designers and the developers like that one you know so it wasn't me (laughs) um i mean I, i made sure it got done but i mean Please don't think that I had yeah. <laughs> any hand in it looking as good as it did. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think even when there is, like, compliments, I think some, most people yeah. are just like, oh, no. it's Yeah, I'm going to defer. I'm like, yeah. oh, it was them. It was yeah. them. I'm going to say it. It's healthy sometimes to be a little bit, like, like, obviously you need to be able to accept those, like, accomplishments, and you should celebrate the ones that, yeah. you know, are really big, even the small ones. But I feel like it's human nature just to be kind of like, Oh well, you know it wasn't really right. You know, yeah. like exactly. oh, it was nothing. Exactly. Of. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like from a content side of things, I don't. I don't know how you feel, Alex. But sometimes, like, because we have so many different clients and they're in so many different industries, mm-hmm. sometimes the content, it like it feels like I am not an expert and I shouldn't yeah, be writing this, right. but I'm doing the research and yeah. I'm getting the you know, approval from the client. So obviously yeah. it's the right information, but like sometimes it, that getting started in that process is so difficult because it's yeah. like, I don't want to sound like an imposter. Yeah. But have you, and you guys have, don't maybe have like the history quite yet, but I know like sometimes I would go back with a client and like reread something I wrote like maybe two or three years ago. And I was like, did I write that? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so I think if you have the space you'll like look back at it and you'd be like, yeah, I did a really good job with that. Yeah. But 
I think there needs to be that space. Yeah. Um, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back in a year or two and let you know how I feel. Um, but I feel like too, like with content especially, you're not always getting immediate results. Yes. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, I wrote this, it's published, but nothing's happening. Yeah. And it's like, does that mean it was bad? Does that mean it yeah. doesn't make sense? Do you guys get to look and see like every month and I don't remember who it is and it might be multiple of you, but I know like we look at client reports every month mm-hmm. and like I love when you guys are calling out like, hey, just so you know, like seven of your top 10 blogs like we wrote. Yeah, so yeah. Um, we're doing a good job here. Okay, so not to flex. But yeah. <laughs> but flex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good point too with reports. Yeah. Like being able to see the numbers if they're up it's like oh yes congrats like that was us or if they're down it's almost like you, somebody else yeah <laughs> it's like oh we don't have any control over that but like the client i feel like expects us to know yeah. yes or no what is happening why is that happening yeah. and it's sometimes just an i don't know i know reports have always <laughs> that's kind of always been like the thing where well why did that happen and I'd be like I don't know yeah. people didn't want to search that this month like <laughs> yeah I'm sorry yeah. so I think yeah sometimes that's where I still I'll feel do. it a little yeah. still feel that imposter syndrome yeah you have some people who are just so good at reading data and analysis and if it's not you you're just kind of like you feel like you're stumbling along in the dark mm-hmm. yeah. but thankfully there's always someone there yes <laughs> we always have that someone <laughs> thank you trevor <laughs> yeah it's trevor right now it's trevor <laughs> <laughs> okay so i have like the five different types of imposter syndrome mm. so we can figure out which ones we are let's self-diagnose yes today. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> let's get into it so the first one is the perfectionist always believing you can do better even if you get good results The expert, you feel like a failure if you only know a little bit about the topic. Natural genius, measure your success based on how long it takes you to learn the task. So if it takes too much time, you think that you failed. Okay. Superhuman, measure success based on how many tasks you can do at once. If you fall short on one of the tasks, then you feel like you aren't good enough. The soloist, feeling like you have to do everything on your own. So I'm definitely, I think... Um, two of those really spoke to me and um, they were the hold on let me see the paper <laughs> and they were the expert mm-hmm. and the natural genius yeah um, because this this could sound like I'm so awesome but <laughs> but you are like in general I feel like I can pick up things fairly quickly so if there is something that like I can't do it right away or like if there is some stumbling then I'm just like, I can't do this. Like, yeah. Or, you know, why isn't this coming naturally to me? And then the expert one about only knowing a little bit or it taking a really long time to, you know, be, master all of the information. Mm-hmm. So that was something that, um, like, when I first moved into the AE role and – you know, we do those um, like leadership coaching sessions oh, yep. with, um, you know, they come into the office and they do like presentations and then sometimes we do one-on-ones with them. Like I did one of those like soon after I took the account executive role and she was like, uh, you know, talking to me about like all this is new and something came up and I was like, you know, and I was just upset that like I didn't think of that or yeah. that, you know, and she was like, but how are you supposed to know? Like, how were you supposed to know that? Yeah. And I, some I 
think about that sometimes yeah. when like I'm like oh why didn't I know that yeah I'm like, but how was I supposed yeah. to know that so I think the two of those yeah. um that's a good point I feel like even when you're first starting in a role like there will be things even when I first started in content that are like content basics I guess fundamentals and Grace would have to tell me and I'd be like dang like I feel so bad that she like has to take the time out of her yeah. day and tell me this like yeah, I got I, I didn't know yeah but then it's like I just started here a week ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how was I going to know that? Like, how would you know that? It's not yeah. something you'd yeah. naturally know, and you're just going to have to learn it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, I mean, even now, like, in the role, in an account executive, there are some things where, like, Alyssa will say something to me, and I was like, oh, my God, that's so basic. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You yeah. just have to kind of, like, keep refreshing your memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And, um as like an account executive, there are some projects that last a very long time. So maybe you have more time to get familiar with it. But what about those clients that are just like one singular project, I guess, website, yes, whatever, design board. um, And you just have very short amount of time to get to know them, get the pieces out, like kind of know all of that right away. Like, And that's especially tough when you have a client that, um, because you know, there are clients that we have credit unions um we have clients that do like educational work like that you have enough of just life experience like yeah i go to a bank i know how credit you know i have kids in school i know like what a you know educational workbook you know you have enough like life experience that you're like okay i i can get what what they do just because i'm a user or someone Mm -hmm. like that but then you have people who are like military radars or um you know parking garage structure yeah parking garage structure like metal mesh and like that's um that's an intense more intense learning curve yeah yeah that's um and to no fault to the client but i mean they live that day in and day out it's very hard for them to then like back up and explain that to someone from like square one yeah um so it can be a challenge but yeah, yeah it can take a long time i feel like i feel like that when she said life experience i'm like I don't even have that. So no. I get a client, like the bank client, and I'm like, oh, I have How to learn. Cards yeah, literally. I. Literally. Oh, there were many times in content when I was writing for a credit union. I was like, no, honestly, like I should not be the one yes. giving financial advice to people. Like, right. please read this. Double read this. If like, you look at my bank account. <laughs> yeah. Take me off the project. <laughs> yeah. That is probably where I feel it the most because I'm like, I should not be giving anyone any sort of how to buy a house. No. How Never do you? No, I don't know. <laughs> Give me the client where I can write about like deviled eggs yes. or like, <laughs> I have that client. <laughs> I love writing those, like recipes and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. It's so fun. But it makes you, I've always said working in content makes you, like you'll be surprised. I mean, I guess, you know, you hang out with cooler people than I do, but like <laughs> you can go, you can be <laughs> yeah. in a setting and someone will be talking about like modular buildings and I'll be like, oh, hey, like yes. I know, like you'd be surprised how many like cocktail party conversations. And I say that in air quotes because I'm not like popping out to a lot of cocktail parties but how many conversations you can join because you I just know enough about has like, happened to me I yeah. do that too often I yeah think. <laughs> my dad's best friend works in um precast mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god I write for a precast company like let's talk about precast concrete <laughs> <laughs> I love that also can you help me write my blog yeah also <laughs> if you know any information about precast concrete that I don't give it to me well I feel like that 
for me, so if I had to diagnose myself as yes. one of the imposter syndromes, I would say that I'm the expert as well. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I think obviously in content with B2B clients, like research is super important. And I think sometimes I will go too almost too much into the research to a point where I'm like, now I'm confusing myself yeah. because I don't I'm know going in loops. because I'm just trying to really get a grasp of like the industry, the things that are happening, like looking at what competitors are doing, which is obviously is all part of the job. But I think when I belabor it to the point of like, I have been spending three of my hours researching versus yeah. writing. It's like, all right, you need to back it up a yeah. little. Like obviously like there's other things out there that, you can use and you don't have to know every single little thing about the industry to be able to write your blog. Not today. today. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) Not in one sitting. Yeah. So that's a good point. I'm going to be a little different. Okay. She's different. (laughs) I feel like I am the superhuman. Mm. I have a very hard time saying no to tasks, even if I feel like I'm very overwhelmed already. So I'm, I, I say this in all my reviews too. I say like, I love being busy. Like give me a to-do list. Mm-hmm. It's okay if I don't check it off until the end of the week. Like I just love yeah. having things to do. But then it's like, oh, that blog didn't come out the way I wanted it or it's a few days late or mm-hmm. whatever. And disclaimer, I have never been, not like punished, but like no one has ever said anything to me like, oh, this is late and yeah. that you're in trouble for that or something like yeah. Everyone here is very understanding about workload, but myself, I'm like, oh, that wasn't good. You didn't meet that deadline. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to get fired, (laughs) (laughs) but I will say yes to another task if you ask. (laughs) I'm super overwhelmed, but what do you need? Yeah. What else can I do? Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly how I am. So, and I feel like that was something really hard when I first started too, um, is thinking I'm not doing a good job but also they aren't firing me so it's like maybe I'm doing okay (laughs) I mean really isn't that just the like the uh ultimate like whether you know like I haven't been fired yet yeah I think I'm doing all right I'm still here I'm still here yeah they're still asking me to do things so it works out giving me more responsibility so maybe I'm not as bad as they think yeah I feel like that kind of leads us into like how do we combat imposter syndrome like what do you guys have specific things that you do when you're feeling that way? Or does it come from, I don't know, just like maybe getting some feedback on yeah. your work? Okay, so they're both staring at me. Yeah, this is not a video podcast, so you missed that. Um, so I would say, and I was thinking about this, was the one question. I was like, okay, they're probably going to talk about like, how do we do what? How do we combat it? Um and unfortunately this one won't help you right away but you just get older Mm -hmm. and you just not that you don't care you'll always care and you'll always want to do well but it's just like I kind of have too many other things going on in my life to like worry about like imposter syndrome um so that's one thing just get old (laughs) get old Uh, get old step one (laughs) um and then I think you just you know, we talked about like when people do give you positive feedback that you just kind of brush it off. But I also think like it sticks with you. So you do get, you start to pick up like 
small wins yeah. and you're like, okay, like I did a really good job with that. So I'm going to take that. And your, your base knowledge just keeps getting bigger. So things yeah. start to feel less foreign to you after a while. Like, oh no, I've already, I've done a project that's had those components. So I know exactly like how I'm going to approach that. So I think that helps, but you know, you get a few like good strategy presentations under your belt and you're like, oh yeah, like I'm awesome at, I'm awesome at this now. So I think you just, you just keep at it. You know, it's, you know, very cliche to say, but you fake it until you make it. And, um, you just kind of have to like build off that good stuff and try to let the bad ones, um, fall to the wayside and try to analyze like, all right, I see maybe what went wrong there. You know, maybe you have some clients you're never going to win with. Yeah. And that's just, that's probably the toughest part of it. But you you just kind of start to, yeah, get those wins and it kind of, you build off them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it takes time. It's not yeah. instantaneous. And you, there's always backslide. Yeah. Where you're like, even now, um, I'm working on a project and I'm just like, why would they give this to me? <laughs> I like, don't know what I'm doing. Who thought? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you have days like that. Yeah. I feel like there's always going to be that learning curve, like what you were saying, even when you get a new client. And Mm -hmm. I almost feel like it's more rewarding than to come out on the other side. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like I went through that with a client where I would just get edit after edit of like little things. And it'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know anything about this industry. Um, and then at, there was a point where I got a comment that she was like, this is really technically well written. Ooh, and I was, yeah. was going to say, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I was like, that for me was like the best compliment. Because like, not only was it just like genuinely well written, technically, yeah, like yeah. the wording was right. The technicalities were right. And I feel like ever since then, I'm at least, I feel like I take client feedback like 80 percent of it as like they are also trying to make the piece better right yeah so they're not coming at me or like me personally my personality how i'm my style of writing it's just like this is a fact that industry people will know you just don't know it so here's just making it better um also one of my favorite tiktok sounds is um it's PR, not the ER, babes. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, we're in marketing. <laughs> like, your company will not go under if this blog isn't written by the end of the month or if it doesn't get a million views or whatever. Like, it's okay to have one bad mm-hmm. thing every once in a while as long as you don't make it a pattern. So, yeah. I feel like for me, though, I also just push it down. I'm like, all right, move on. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like what you said about, like, the client feedback because I think Tower in general has a culture like everybody's really supportive so you're gonna hear you know internally like and it's not like they're just saying it to say it like blowing smoke but it's like hey like you're doing a really good job on this or like you've definitely got a handle on this um but I think hearing it from the client just does take that up a level and I try I would (laughs) I would never really like classify myself as like, oh, I'm like a mentor to people or like anything. But the one thing I really do try to share with the specialists, especially is like if a client gave them like a very specific compliment, you know, I don't want to just say like, hey, your blog was approved, you know, great job. But but I want to share like, hey, the client had this to say or, you know, because I think it does help to like keep people motivated or just to 
you know, pick away at that imposter syndrome a little bit each time. I think like when we meet as a team at the end of the month and we have those like kudos at the end, like some of them can be really small little compliments about like, hey, you did a great job on this project. Like, I feel like those, even though they're small, are important. And it's like those can help you get over that sort of like feeling like you're not good enough or you're not right for this role. So like... Like, I have a screenshot saved of you on my last blog. You wrote something that was like, Aww. this was hella well done. <laughs> like, I have that on my laptop. And sometimes when I'm like, oh, I'm not really feeling the writing today. Like, this is a little iffy. I look at it and I'm like, you know what? Kelly Howard said that this was good. So I'm going to keep That's going. a good way to do it. Because I was actually, like, thinking that as we were talking. Like, I used to keep... Like, I know with our annual reviews, we will get, like, a page of, like, all the kudos that, like, came in over the past year. And, like, I would keep those. And I'm like, I'm going to keep these, like, just in a folder for, like, a rainy day, you know, when I'm not feeling great. But I don't really ever go back and revisit it. But I think if it were, like, on my screen, maybe I I would do that um, a little bit more. Like, it sounds kind of silly, but sometimes you need those affirmations. Oh, yeah. Yes. And so it's not a bad thing to kind of keep them and... A little place to reference. And I think other or external affirmations help, especially with imposter syndrome, because yeah. if I'm just telling myself something, I it's like, I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't believe you. <laughs> but if you guys would say it, be like, oh, they see it and they're yeah. Yeah. noticing it. And they had no idea that I was struggling with that. Right. And they're just saying that because they think it was good. Yeah. I also so. think from like the, the expert perspective of like mm-hmm. the imposter syndrome, I think like research and training is like super important to me. Mm-hmm. So having being able to have the time during the month, that's why I I am so different from you in that aspect of like like Alex is always I feel like pumping something out. Yeah. She always has something and there are some days where I feel like I am just today's a research day. Like I have to take it all in. Yeah. Like, I, I need to figure out how can I improve my strategy on this on Pinterest how can I improve my strategy here on Facebook and some days like I feel like I need that because I'm still so new to marketing yeah. that yeah. it's like it's just different styles like Alex obviously seems like she learns from doing like yeah. she's hands-on yeah. yeah. like well I'm just gonna get into Pinterest and try it and yeah. just yeah. see what works and you're like well I'm gonna like learn the philosophy yeah. of yes. Pinterest yeah. why is Pinterest yeah. the way it is <laughs> yeah so that's funny I'm kind of like Alex in that I will give myself like focus time on my Mm -hmm. calendar like I'm gonna spend an hour and a half focusing on this like Lily would do but then like Alex I am just like well you know I have to check things off my task so sorry focus time I'm just gonna do it I give the impression that I'm gonna focus on things but then I'm out there like just doing and checking things off yeah makes sense love it I'm trying (laughs) we're all trying yeah that's the key takeaway. We're all just trying. We're all just trying. <laughs> We're all trying. We're doing a good job. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I feel like that that did it. That, that did do it. That was it. Okay, no more imposters out there. If you're listening to this, you're also doing hella good work. Yes. yes. So pin that to your board. Positive um, affirmations. Yeah. We're proud of you. If it matters at all what we say. <laughs> and it doesn't, but <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Say it to yourself next time you're in the mirror or something. Yeah. Um, okay. I also don't think we ever introduced you. Oh. Oh. But well, this well, that's is embarrassing. Kelly, that's okay. They, they already know her. Yeah. yeah. I'm Kelly. I'm an account executive. 
Um, I basically started this podcast. Yeah, she's um, the reason we're here today. So you're welcome. You know, if you know, you know. <laughs> so this was episode 66. Thank you so much for listening. Key takeaways. Be positive. Yeah. Um, hype yourself up. Hype yourself hype up. Hype yourself up. And help hype your besties up, up too. Yes. As we said in the last podcast, hug your besties. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Hug your besties. Positive affirmations. You are no longer an imposter. Um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Spotify. The podcast comes out on the last Thursday of every month. So until then, see ya. Bye.